Good evening, this is Bill Young, and welcome to Prayer in Lunch Podcast. Uh, we're continuing with our consecration to St. Joseph, and uh, things I have learned so far from that book, it's great. Uh, it's like three different parts of the book, uh, the days, uh, which I've been reading, and we're going to be doing it at the third day, which uh, the title is God, the Father in Heaven, Have Mercy on Us. So that's a great title. And uh, but a lot of stuff uh, from the prayers to the the, uh, the history and uh, those who uh, uh, who had comments on the Saint Joseph uh, from Saint Thomas Aquinas and a, a lot of other great saints. So uh, what what have I learned? What I'm reading? Well, I guess it's pretty much uh, uh, and uh, almost everybody says he wasn't really old. Someone said had a picture of him in, in the 90s with a beard and a white. And they, they mentioned, well, how could he have walked all those times? Uh, for example, when he walked to Egypt, it was 80 miles just to Egypt, one way. And uh, plus, many times he had to go to Jerusalem, and that was maybe another 60 miles. I'm not sure about that one. So each time, one way. I remember uh, well, before my son was born, we did uh, uh, March of Dimes walk, and I believe it was like 15 miles, and I may have been in my 30s. And after that 15 miles, I was hurting so bad, like I was rolling in the, in the grass. It was, it was major pain. And that was just 15 miles. Imagine 80 miles one way. I don't know how they did it. I mean, he had to be young and strong and virile. And he was a working man, and people, uh, <laughs> it was funny, he had a comment that said, uh, he, uh, no one said to, uh, when they, everyone knew St. Joseph and, and Jesus, of course, in the town of Bethlehem, and uh, no one says, hey, that's uh, uh, Jesus' grandfather. No, it was his father. <laughs> he was a young man, but he was a holy man. And that's part two. Uh, we had, uh, I remember I had neighbors in the early 70s. And at the time I was single, I was living with my uh, sister. And uh, in Pelham Parkway in the Bronx, it was a brand new uh, building complex. And on our floor, we were on the first floor, a little bit down the hall from us, it was this nice family, uh, mother, father, and uh, they had a beautiful daughter, and she was probably my age and named Elizabeth, and they were Jehovah Witnesses. So, of course, they were trying to convert me, <laughs> which that's what most Jehovah Witnesses try to do. And they had this one gentleman that was sitting down and showing me in the Bible how uh, uh, Jesus had brothers and sisters. At the time, I didn't know better. And uh, so, you know, now... Uh, they they uh, they said it was because of the translation, brothers and sisters from Greek to English, was actually cousins. Like he had cousins. He never had brothers or sisters. And Saint Joseph was holy and, and chaste. Uh, he was a virgin, just like uh, Mary was, and he kept that virgin for his wife and himself, all for his marriage. And uh, so you have to be careful. Even good, good speaking people try to tell you things. I remember this was again the early seventies, uh, 
and they took me to Yankee Stadium in the Bronx. There had to be over 50,000 people there. And um, they stated back then, this is, remember the early 70s, the world was going to end in 1976. And they could show you step by step through the Bible how this happened, this date, this happened. I have no idea how they did it. But, you know, they had a way of doing it. Well, guess what? 76, 1976 came and left. And I kept coming and leaving. And the fact is, and, and now they may actually, if you talk to them, they said, uh, only God, Jesus says, only God the Father, his Father in heaven knows the exact date and time. So that they knew a certain date and time was a false, false testimony. So yeah, even good people sometimes have bad information. I mean, personally, I believe there's only one true church, and that's a church from Jesus Christ himself. He gave his apostles the right to reconciliation, to confess sins. Only the priest that Jesus gave to from the apostles and down to this day can, can, can forgive sins through, of course, Jesus, the acting uh, through Jesus, but they can uh, forgive sins. And let me tell you, even from the last time, which wasn't that long ago, many times in, in confession, after confession was reconciliation, I found this, this great uh, love and joy. I mean, I, I definitely get something out of it. I hope uh, other people do too. If you give a good confession, if you don't go to confession, you're not going to you know, have that feeling. It's not this man, so that's important to do. And the body and blood of Christ, the host and the wine, before they, they consecrated, it's this wafer and this wine. But like Jesus, on the last that supper, he broke the bread and, and gave it to the disciples and said, this is my body, which will be giving up to me. And then he took the wine and the chalice. This is the covenant that he gives. And this will be my blood. So it, when the priests are doing that, they're actually converting it from a wafer wine to the body and blood of Christ himself through every mass every day thousands of times that's a miracle and that's why this, those two alone and it's other sacraments of course uh, and uh, it's it's you can't say that in, in these other religions it states here how um uh, Jesus hated divorce. Now, there's a, a way of uh, if uh, reconcile that. If you, I guess, uh, uh, just had a civil ceremony, you weren't married in the church, and there's other reasons why, uh, you know, you could get an annulment, things like that. But on the whole, Jesus doesn't like divorce. If you're married with a priest in the church. He's very much against that. Jesus was. I mean, people died for that. I mean, that's how the uh, uh, King Henry, or Henry VIII, he killed uh, uh, two saints because they believed in, and there was no reason to get a divorce. But Henry VIII was, you know, I want a divorce, and he would execute people if <laughs> if they didn't do what he said, chop their heads off, the guillotine. 
And that's how the, uh, the King of England became the, the, that church, was because of that. So, let's read today's uh, God the Father in Heaven, have mercy on us, the third day. And this is by St. Peter Julian. Our Heavenly Father has only one saint to represent him on earth. Hence, he bestowed everything he could on that favored saint and equipped him with all needed to be worthy representative, St. Peter Julian. God the Father loves you. He loves you so much that he sent his son, his only son, into the world to save you. But saving you is not all the Father sent his son to do for you. He sent his son to save you and make you a child of God. Through Jesus, you are able to have a final relationship with God the Father. Through Jesus, you can cry out, Abba, Father. To be a child of God is why we were created. It is the very purpose for which you exist. And there's only one way to the Father, Jesus Christ. See, see John 14.6 Only Jesus has the power to take you to the Father. Yet, in God's merciful love, St. Joseph plays a very important role in your spiritual growth and journey to the Father. Consecration to St. Joseph will increase the presence of the Father in your life. We learn this truth from the life of Jesus himself. When the Heavenly Father sent his Son into the world to save us and to make us children, he has selected the saint to represent him on earth. St. Joseph and Jesus is living under the roof of St. Joseph, and being his son gave us a personal example of total entrustment to, to St. Joseph. Jesus loved and obeyed and intimated his earthly father. St. Joseph is the only man that Jesus ever called father. Jesus delighted in being known as the son of Joseph. See John 6.42 We too should consider it an honor to be his children. If according to the plans of the Father, Jesus needed St. Joseph, how much more do we need him too? The fatherhood of St. Joseph increased the presence of the Heavenly Father in the life of Jesus. Now, to be clear, St. Joseph is not God. He cannot add anything to the divine and eternal communion existing between God the Father and God the Son. Nor can St. Joseph approve the ability of Jesus as a divine person to particularly behold the presence of his heavenly Father. Rather, St. Joseph was chosen to stand in the place of the heavenly Father according to the demands of Jesus' human nature. God the Father doesn't have a human nature. Every time Jesus saw St. Joseph and heard him speak, watched him work, or witnessed his chastised love for Mary, 
the humanity of Jesus witness a perfection reflecting of the Heavenly Father. God chose to make Joseph his most tangible image on earth, the depository of all the rights and divinity, paternity, the husband of the noble virgin who is mistress of angels and men, blessed William Joseph. What the Heavenly Father did for Jesus, he wants to do for you. God the Father wants you to entrust yourself of loving and paternal care of St. Joseph in a manner similar to God's entrustment, the human nature of Jesus to St. Joseph. God planned these entrustments both to Jesus and to Joseph and of the members of the church to Joseph from all eternity. They were not done haphazardly. St. Joseph is the shadow of the Heavenly Father. He was the image and reflection of the Father for Jesus. God the Father wants you to accept St. Joseph as his spiritual father as well. Jesus is the one in whom we see most perfectly the image of the mercy and love of his Heavenly Father. He had said, He who has seen me has seen the Father, John fourteen nine. But Jesus also wants us to share with us the one who was him, the earthly image of his heavenly Father. This holy man, St. Joseph, had such a towering dignity in the glory of eternal Father, most graciously bestowed on him a likeness of his own, Primacy, St. Bernardine of Salina. Uh, we now will pray to the Litany of St. Joseph and first we'll read the spiritual, our spiritual father. Our spiritual father, inspired by the gospel and the father of the church, from the earliest centuries, stress just as St. Joseph looked at the loving care of Mary and gladly dedicated himself to Jesus Christ upon his like wishes, watches over and protects Christ's mysterious body that is the church. And uh, let me go and do the prayer. Ah, I got my back. The Litany of St. Joseph, which we learned uh, yesterday, day two. Okay, I thought I hit the right, maybe I hit the wrong button. I went to day four. Okay, having a little difficulty here. My, my finger is not doing it. Let's try it at the end. No. 
I'm trying to get to the gluttony of St. Joseph. Oh, I'm day four. Let's see if it has it here. For some reason it's not working. Let's try it. I apologize. I'm not a... Okay. I apologize. My opinion wasn't just doing the right thing. Here's the Litany of St. Joseph. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, hear us. Christ, graciously hear us. God, the Father of heaven, have mercy on us. God, the Son, the Redeemer of the world, have mercy on us. God, the Holy Spirit, have mercy on us. Holy Trinity, one God, have mercy on us. Holy Mary, pray for us. Saint Joseph, pray for us. Noble offspring of David, pray for us. The light of the patriarch, pray for us. Spouse of the mother of God, pray for us. The chastised garden of the virgin, pray for us. The foster father of the son of God, pray for us. The zealous defender of Christ, pray for us. The head of the holy family, pray for us. Joseph, most just, pray for us. Joseph, most chastised, pray for us. Joseph, most prudent, pray for us. Joseph, most courageous, pray for us. Joseph, most obedient, pray for us. Joseph, most faithful, pray for us. Mirror of patience, pray for us. Lover of poverty, pray for us. Model of workmen, pray for us. The glory of domestic life, pray for us. The guardian of virgins, pray for us. The pillar of the families, pray for us. The comfort for afflicted, pray for us. Hope of the sick, pray for us. The patriot of the dying, pray for us. The terror of demons, pray for us. The protector of the holy church, pray for us. Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, spare us, O Lord. Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, graciously hear us, O Lord. Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. He has made him Lord of his household and the prince over all his possessions. Let us pray. O God, who in your loving providence choose the blessed Joseph to be the spouse of your most holy mother, grant us the favor of having him for our intercession in heaven, whom on earth will be venerated as our protector, you who lives and reigns forever and ever Amen. God bless you all. And that completes day, the third day. And and again, I apologize for those who were trying to get the, the book. Uh, I went to Amazon and the only thing it looks like uh, uh, is available is the Kindle uh, reader version, which I got right away, which I'm using. So sorry about that. But, you know, maybe in the future, uh, the book, will, I'm sure, will be available and you could just do it consecration to another day. Thanks again. And God bless you. And you're always welcome to listen to my podcast.